This podcast is brought to you by HealthCareInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within the healthcare industry. This is Howard Anderson, news editor with Information Security Media Group, and today we're talking with Leon Rodriguez, director of the HHS Office for Civil Rights. Thanks for joining us today, Leon. Great to be here. Uh, in the preliminary round of 20 HIPAA compliance audits that KPMG is conducting on behalf of your office, can you tell us about some of the most common compliance issues that have been identified so far? No, I don't think we're in a position just yet to uh, talk about what we're finding under audit. I, I think it is worth pointing out what we've been seeing in breach notification, what we've been seeing in enforcement, and uh, it'll be interesting to see if, if audit uh, sort of corroborates what we've been seeing in breach notification and, and enforcement, and that is, you know, you really do still have uh, significant security vulnerabilities uh, out there. Uh, and sometimes those issues are as fundamental as, you know, no evidence of a risk analysis, no policies and procedures. You know, no no adequate technical safeguards uh, for data. You know, we're still seeing those issues uh, widely out there. It'll be interesting to see as as we get into a position to report our findings uh, from audit whether, in fact, in a randomly selected population, we're seeing similar issues. So, are those twenty uh, pilot audits complete, or you're still working on them? I think I think those might be approaching uh, some kind of completion pretty soon, actually. Will you issue a, a report, an aggregate report on that? Toward the end. I don't think we will until we're done with the whole... Uh, 150? Yeah, the whole 100. And I don't think it's actually going to be quite 150. It'll be something close to that, uh, just in terms of our, our funding and KPMG's capacity. But I think when we're at the end of it, we'll be in a position to give sort of an aggregate report. And it's also going to be a time where I think we're going to be able to start talking about, you know, what, what will be the future of this audit function. So... What advice would you give folks uh, about what their HIPAA compliance priorities should be based on the audits and the breach notifications? I mean, I think their, their HIPAA uh, compliance priorities are going to be to really make sure they understand what the requirements are, that they make a real plan to come into compliance. Uh, and, you know, this is the stuff that I talked about just now in the conference. It's the risk analysis. It's the education. It's the disciplinary policies. It's the assessment of what kind of technical and physical safeguards are required and to then implement the, the products of, of those assessments. And then and, and it's like a muscle that needs to continuously be worked out. And that means that, you know, part of it is doing the stuff up front, but then it means you gotta keep doing it. You gotta you gotta have a routine of checking the risk assessment, checking the training, um, because if not what happens is, you know, entities sort of deteriorate over time have the best of intentions at the beginning and then deteriorate over time. Uh, and that's when the vulnerabilities and the, the breaches start happening. Will KPMG uh, refine the audit procedures after the first 20 audits are, are complete? And uh, uh, can you describe the approach they're taking now and how that might evolve? Yeah, I'm, I'm not in, uh, in a position right now to, to be able to talk much about that. I mean, I can, I, can, I can give you kind of a very mechanical overview in the sense, you know, they're doing... Uh, they're asking for documents. They're doing a desk review of the documents. They're then doing on-site uh, visits. But that I don't, I don't know that that's necessarily that informative. That's just sort of the mechanical process of what they're doing. So when will the remainder of those to be audited this calendar year uh, be notified? Have they been notified yet? Um, they, they either are being notified or should be notified pretty soon. No, I'm not sure exactly. And, and when will, after the 20 of the initial pilot 
when will the second phase begin? The, almost immediately. So that could be yeah. here this Pretty spring? Pretty soon. I mean, no, it should really be in a matter of in the next few weeks, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think this the, the next round will begin. So if you're going to be audited, you'll know here, if you don't already, in the next couple of weeks. I would say so, yeah. The um, President's fiscal 2013 budget calls for a 5% cut in the budget for your office. Uh, I know the uh, 2012 calendar year audit program is funded with money from the High Tech Act. Um, will there be high tech money to continue the audit program next year, and, or will your office be able to fund the audits itself? Yeah, I guess I guess the answer is we're not we're not sure exactly. Um, you know, the, the 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 administration has put forth a budget that would cut us by five percent. That's about two million dollars. If you translate that into, for example, personnel, that's not necessarily where the cut's going to come. We're talking about approximately 10, 10 full-time equivalents. You know, part of that is we will be able to, given the pace we've already had of monetary recoveries, uh, and this is just at sort of the, the opening threshold of our work, the monetary recoveries really will provide us a pretty, pretty decent way of, of uh, keeping our investigative capacity up and, and, and perhaps adding adding so. So do you anticipate the auto program continuing in 2013 then? I think that it, there is a reasonable likelihood that it will be continued. It is what high tech requires. I think that um, if we learn that and, and I you know I think it's a very good likelihood that we will that, that this audit program has exposed vulnerabilities and issues that we can't find any other way, I, I think it will be good policy for us to really keep this audit program going. So you don't anticipate that the budget cut would affect your office's ability to investigate and enforce uh, HIPAA violations because the income you get from uh, penalties and monetary settlements would make up for that? I think that will provide us a way to, you know, it's, it's, it's a hit. It's absolutely, you know, we're, we're, we're doing, we're giving our fair share as other as other agencies are, but uh, fortunately for our ability to keep our enforcement work at the level it needs to be, we do, we do have a, another stream of income here that will, will enable us to keep our enforcement going. So just so if people aren't aware, <coughs> un under high tech, you're enabled to use penalties and sanctions that you collect toward your enforcement. Yeah, toward enforcement, let me also point out, and uh, it is in, in, our, in our policy making cue to, to do something about this, for enforcement, but also for restitution for victims. Uh, and so one of the things that high tech directs us to do is to uh, uh, basically create uh, formulas for how restitution is going to be made to victims. We're working on that. Um, as you know, we have a pretty, pretty long queue of uh, policy products that need to come out, and so that's, that's in the queue with those other products. And, and the higher penalties for HIPAA violations called for under the High Tech Act are in effect now even though the final HIPAA modifications rule is not yet complete. Through an interim final rule okay. uh, that basically lays, you know, lays out a structure based on what was in High Tech for the penalties ranging from uh, uh, penalties based on strict liability all the way up to willful neglect without any effort at corrective action by the entity at the sort of highest end of, of the spectrum and then a discussion of factors uh, that we look at as we assess the imposition of penalties. Um, you know, there are also sort of investigative policies that we're going to have internally that are going to drive sort of which cases get prioritized uh, for monetary enforcement.
um, and, and they're going to focus on sort of the overall sort of privacy and security health of, of the entity under investigation. I just want to make sure people were aware that those higher penalties can be imposed now, not months from now when the rule is final. Yeah, no, ab ab absolutely so, and, and, and probably worth uh, sort of laying out what they are. So at the low end of the spectrum at strict liability, you can go from one to $50,000 per uh, individual violation up to an aggregate of $1.5 million a year uh, per provision violated during that year. Um, and at the high end of the spectrum where you have willful neglect without corrective action, uh, you're talking about $10,000 to $50,000 a year up to the same cap of $1.5 million. Um, but if you look at all the different um, provisions that you can violate, those can become some pretty scary numbers pretty fast. Uh, and, you know, we, we know that, and clearly the industry knows that as well. So we've got pending the omnibus package of regulations, including the HIPAA modifications and the final HIPAA breach notification rule and the privacy provisions under the Genetic Information Non-Discrimination Act. Um, HHS indicated in January that the target date was, was March. I don't believe it's gone to OMB yet, so is that March date achievable? I think it's quite possible it won't be in March. Um, I, I should tell you that um, I really welcome that question whenever it comes. Uh, um, um, I apologize that all I can, I can say is that it's in process, but I really welcome uh, the interest in this issue from people. Well, thanks very much. We've been talking today with uh, Leanne Rodriguez of the HHS Office for Civil Rights. This is Howard Anderson. Thanks so very much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by healthcareinfosecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.healthcareinfosecurity.com.